This WCPO High School Insider podcast is brought to you by your local Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A restaurants. Chick-fil-A has delicious breakfast options for you, including the chicken minis, egg white grill, or the classic freshly baked Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit. Order in the Chick-fil-A app to earn points today. Welcome to a special episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. As the nation remembers this weekend, the terrorist attacks of September 11th, 2001, I wanted to find out how that impacted the greater Cincinnati area, and in particular, high school sports. This week, I had a chance to speak with St. Xavier head football coach Steve Specht and Lakota West Athletic Director Scott Kaufman about their experiences during the week of September 11th, 2001. Specht was teaching in his homeroom class at St. Xavier High School. He was in his sixth season as an assistant coach to the late head coach, Steve Rasso. You know, it's, it's amazing, Mike, when you think about it, and uh, you spend a lot of time reflecting as you get older, that the kids were coaching today, the they, they weren't born in, um, in 911 when the terrorist attack hit. And I think more than anything, perspective over time changes how you look at life. Obviously, as you get older, you have, you have kids. But in 2001, I guess I would have been 33 years old. I had young kids at the time, and it was so surreal. The whole, the whole thing was so surreal. We were playing, ironically, we were scheduled to play Bethlehem Catholic. Um, at St. Xavier High School out of Bethlehem, PA, which is, I think they're roughly an hour and a half away from, from New York City. And they were supposed to, they were going to be driving in. And there are moments in your life, I think we've all had them. There's certain, you remember where you were, time and place. And I remember first hearing about the 911 attacks was in a homeroom. I was still, I was a teacher at the time and I had a homeroom and just the, confusion almost about the the what just happened and trying to grasp the gravity of what happened um it was really difficult it, it was hard to grasp that at the time um i think you, you you as you reflect as we talked before the message that we sent to the kids and and really even today the young people is what we have in life is our choices, the choices we make. That's really the only gift that that we have is, is to choose and how those cho- choices impact our lives. And the choices that so many, whether it were police officers or firefighters, that went back, that made a conscious choice to go back into the nine into the buildings, into the twin towers, knowing knowing that they weren't going to survive, but to help, to try to, to save a life. Um, you know, the whole, the whole servant leadership that we've been placed on this earth to, to serve one another. And the gravity of that, when you think about it, that, that these men and women made a conscious choice uh, to go back, to go back in, to just try to save one, one other person. That's pretty powerful. I think that's a heck of a lesson for all of us, um, for all of us, especially to teach young people um, the ultimate sacrifice, so to speak. And um, 
you know, looking back on it 20 years now, uh, you don't, you don't want to forget them. Right. These kids weren't born, obviously that you're coaching today, as you just mentioned, I mean, will you, do you bring this up to them this week? I mean, is there something, is that just something that they pick up in class? I think you, you have to bring it up. And, and for us, it's that whole, this week's been about choices. That's what we've talked about is, uh, you know, what did God give us? He gave us free will. You know, we have the, we have the free will to choose to make choices and, and how those choices impact the, the, you know, the domino effect, every choice we make is going to impact an infinite amount of people. So when you really look at things and, and, as far as teaching, whether you're coaching, and I think coaching is teaching, you want these kids to to have perspective on the choices they make and how it impacts others. And without question, as we just talked, I think that 20 years ago, the ultimate sacrifice, the choices that those individuals made to, to who lost their lives to try to save someone else, you need to reflect on that. I don't care if you were you weren't born in, on those days. I don't care if you were 33 like me, if you were older, you have to reflect on that and, and understand the gravity of your choices individually and how they impact not only yourself, but those around you and ultimately the world in some way, shape or form. That may sound a little hokey, but it's reality. It's, it's truth. And if we can do anything, help our kids to choose wisely, what, what a platform to be able to to point to individuals that have made choices for others, uh, for the benefit of others. So, yeah, I think it's something that's incumbent upon us as teachers, as coaches, to make sure that those individuals are never forgotten. What do you remember about practice? I mean, this happened on a Tuesday, but you mentioned you you were playing Bethlehem Catholic. I mean, what do you remember about the discussions leading up to that game? The unknown. We didn't know if we were going to play the game. I mean, uh, they were going to have to travel over eight hours. You know, we had signed a two-year contract. We were going to follow up. The, we followed up the next year and drove to Bethlehem PA. We didn't know if they were going to make it. Um, a lot of lives were directly more so impacted in PA and in, in the, you know, the east, eastern side of Pennsylvania where Bethlehem is. We didn't know if we were going to play. And ultimately, we did play that Friday night. Um, their head coach... I remember correctly, the head coach at Bethlehem PA didn't make the trip. He had uh, he he stayed back. He he was dealing with some of the fallout of nine one one, and uh, those kids came. They tri- they made the trip. I think that all of us were trying to give kids some semblance of normalcy in, in a world that had became chaotic, incredibly abnormal at the time. But they did make the trip, and we played the game on that Friday night. But it was different. It was there. Was, it was somber. It wasn't. You know, I've always looked at cel- Friday night high school football as a celebration. Celebration of kids, talents, whether it be football players or band members, a celebration of each community. And it wasn't. That was the first time in, in my career that I didn't feel that celebration. It was very somber. Um, it was different. It was just really different. Around the city, it seemed like most everybody played. I mean, you go back and look at NFL postponed, MLB postponed. Basically, for all intents and purposes, the, the major sporting world paused, but high school games continued, obviously more localized and everything. But 
do you remember maybe just around the vibe around the city? Was it most everybody was in favor of playing? Yeah, if if I'm boy, you know, I can't remember. Yeah, you know, as you yeah. get older, yeah. I can't remember what I had for I breakfast. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that it was that they're kids, you know, and and obviously to try to teach and to try to move on with life and it's the whole adversity cliches, you know, bad things are going to happen. How do you deal with it? You've got to move forward. You've got to press on. But, but I do remember that was the question. And I remember thinking at the time, whether we played or not was completely immaterial uh, in compare, you know, do you think about what happened? Football is a game. <laughs> you know, it's just a game. It's, uh, it's something you do to pass the time. It's something you do because you love, and uh, but it's a game. You know, you, you it's a competition. It's great, but it's you know, nine one one was was about life. That was about you know just ideologies. You, you can go into the politics of it. And I'm not really a political guy, um, but you know the, the just the the gravity. I think that's the the best term I could use. The gravity of that day and what happened in the city, New York City, and the Twin Towers on so many different levels, um, you know, it altered the course of history, right? So, uh, you know, I don't know that whether we played or not was immaterial, but I think giving kids an outlet, because they didn't understand, you know, shoot, we're, I'm 30 years, 30 plus years old, and, and I didn't grasp it. I see it much more clearly now at 53 than I did at 33. And when I, I'm trying to think, if I'm a 16, 17-year-old kid, what, what just happened? You know, it's um, but it was a great opportunity, teachable moments. Um, and we did play. You know, it's uh, and life moved on just like, you know, like just like it does now. Do you know of any former players or former coaches that were in New York or D.C.? I'm trying to find somebody locally. I haven't been able to find anybody with a connection uh, that's strong. I know I want my center, uh, Brian Parker's. Families from the East Coast. I believe uh, his dad, Brian Senior, was uh, was impacted by that. I know talking to Brian a few times about that, but me personally, I, I, at the time, I, I didn't have any direct connects um, with anybody that was in the city at the time. Lakota West Athletic Director Scott Kaufman, then at Princeton High School in September 2001, recalls sitting in his office when he first heard the news. When, when people talk about 20th anniversary week and I'll talk about our stories and where we were and obviously like all that, but obviously focusing on high school sports here. I mean, what do you recall about that week? You were obviously the Princeton athletic director at the time. So um, what conjure, what kind of thoughts conjure in your mind? You know, you said it best just a second ago. It, it's one of those days that I think just about everybody from that generation can say, I know where I was the moment that happened. You know, and and certainly for me, it's the same way. And, you know, you, you I'm sitting in my office at Princeton, my secretary, and all of a sudden we heard about the first one. We turn on the TV and, you know, the rest is kind of history. And, um, you know, certainly your, your first feeling was, where's your kids and what are you supposed to do with them? 
And then about, you know, get a hold of my wife and five minutes after that, it's like, wait a minute, I got a building full of 2000 kids that I got to worry about too. And all of a sudden you start shifting gears and, and you start thinking about, all right, how do we deal with school and the kids and you know, what's next and the uncertainties. And um, yeah, it's one of those generational things. I think, you know, Mike and, and you're in my generation, probably the two things that we always can say, we know where we were, were probably the space shuttle and and 9-11. And, you know, I'm sure every generation has those type of dates. And, and uh, but 9-11 is something that, uh, you know, as, you, as especially as you approach the week every year, you know, it's been 20 years. And yet every year you're sitting back and you're thinking just, wow. I mean, the, the, the lives that were lost and, you know, it changed, it changed so many things. Um, even to how we secured games, especially immediately. But, I, you know, I think back to that week and there were, you know, certainly I, I think I remember, you know, events that that night were canceled. And I, I believe I believe the second night they were, too. And then we started having conversations about, you know, what are we trying to accomplish? And what at the end of the day, the question, what's best for kids? And really what we came to the conclusion to and I can honestly say 20 years later, we made the right decision. I'll never forget. We played that Friday night. I'm, I'm fairly certain we played, I think it was Fairfield that night. And, you know, our, our solid feeling was this was a time we needed to keep kids, families and adults together. You know, uh, it wasn't a time to send kids home to be alone or just, you know, be locked in their houses. Uh, I think to an extent it was, you know, we were, we're going to be bigger than this. And we really felt like it was better you know, I think it was a great crowd that night. I think we were thinking it was better to have 5,000 people together um, than it would be to to have canceled an event and put everything on hold. And I, you know, hindsight, I, I think we made the right decision. Um, you know, I remember some of the things that we did pregame and during the game um, to, you know, try to honor and reflect and um, mourn. Um you know, the, the tragic events. And, uh, but I, I, I think we did right by not letting things shut down and, and keeping kids together and being able to talk through their emotions and fears and frustrations and irritations. And, um, and, and I, if I remember right, I think most, most schools took that same direction. I think everybody in the GMC did. I certainly don't remember enough about other schools, but I think the the general feeling was, yeah, we, we need to come together on this. And I, you know, you think about the last 20 years, that was probably the least divisive this country's been. And uh, there was a lot of love. There was a lot of emotion. There was a lot of support. Um, and and we need that again. And perhaps these remembrances help, help remind us of, of the importance of that because uh, there was a lot of pride um, shared in the immediate hours right after. As we got through the the emotions of of the attack and and just the shock of it all, and you know it's still it's still shocking. We do. I earlier this week, Chris and again, because Chris is with me here at, at Lakota West, and we were, yeah, we remember that day, you know, and and then we were nailed to the TV and and then on the phone trying to figure out what was next, you know, you worry about your own family and then you're dealing with 2000 kids in the building and, and coaches and parents and adults and, and what was the right thing to do? I mean, that's, 
that's the hardest part with, with tragic events is there's really no playbook. You know, we, we can have, you know, emergency action plans and things like that. But I mean, let's be honest, there wasn't anything in an emergency action plan about two planes flying into a building. And, you know, so you, you put, you put good minds together and think, okay, how do we, how do we best respond to this and take care of kids as best we can? And, and I think that's what we all tried to do. As an educator, I know the student athletes that are currently participating and all the extracurriculars obviously weren't born in 2001. And I mean, what's the best message this week to, to them or, you know, in order to educate them about what happened about this dark time in our American history? You know, I, I think whenever you look at historical events, I think it's just remembering our past and honoring our past, you know, and honoring those that sacrificed for our past. Um, I think sometimes today we, you know, life goes so quickly, especially in the technology world that we live in. Sometimes we need to slow down and reflect and, and think about where we came from. And uh, yeah, I mean, there there isn't anybody in high school that, you know, was alive yet, uh, but their parents were. Their grandparents were. Um, and, you know, there's probably a lot of generational things that you can say the same thing about, uh, you know, that, that there's always the day that you look back and try to try to reflect on it. Um, it's, so I think there it's just a matter of you always have to learn your history to be able to be better prepared in the future. And I think it's important for kids to know how everybody did come together. You know how how the nation did you know embrace each other um, and and support uh, the loss, the tragedy, you know, and and the first responders and and everybody that was involved and and had to jump into action so quickly. Um, I think it's important for kids to know that, and you know, so when you start thinking about historical events, I, you better you you best hope not to repeat the past by learning from it and remembering it. And I, and I think uh, this is just another one of those moments. As Steve Specht and Scott Kaufman told me their personal stories this week, I realized I had never asked anybody in the greater Cincinnati high school sports scene about their recollections and experiences of 9-11. Each story is so personal. Yet as Specht reminded me this week, none of the current high school student athletes were even born yet on 9-11. Therefore, in my mind, it's important to remember the history of 9-11 and what we can learn from it. Thanks again for listening. I will talk to you next week.